This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in a Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is the host of Product T, produces the product as well. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We're bummed. We're bummed out. We're disappointed. Uh, a little bit deflated. Uh, it's not the lowest point I think I felt this season. I think I've been at a lower point this season. Um, but the Broncos let down to the Eagles. Um, so much to talk about. Like a podcast after a game on a Monday is will take us in a lot of different directions. There's three or four things that we talked about that we want to kind of talk about. I'm sure we'll get through them all at a certain point. Um... Where do we start here? I would say we start with, um, where do we start? With the Teddy stuff? I would say we start with the Teddy stuff just because it seems to be that's what everybody's yeah, worried okay. about right now. Everybody's placing blame on Teddy on that that fumble recovery scoop and score by Darius Slay. Um, you know, you could do that. I personally think he should have dove for, for the thighs. You know, take him out at the legs. You don't have to try to bring him up, bring him down. Up top, you don't have to lick the guy. You don't have to lay a big hit on him. Okay. Just just wrap him up, bring him down, prevent the touchdown. You're at like the forty yard line, your own, your own forty line yard, forty yard line on defense. After that, and you still have some hope of winning the game. But after that scoop and score, there's no hope. Um, tough point in the game. Um, the look for Teddy was horrible. It was a horrible look on Teddy. But as I said today on the radio show, I probably one of the only couple guys, at least all in Denver media, who has come to Teddy's defense and just said, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't want my starting quarterback going, putting his shoulder down on anybody because Baker put his shoulder down. Baker has been the same since this season. True. It'll probably cost the Browns this season. I don't want Teddy reaching and grabbing, trying to grab onto him. That seems like another maybe arm injury. Um, you know, uh, Teddy. Uh, he did already shake up his shoulder uh, like three weeks ago, so it might did. be the right call. And do you know what? Teddy in particular, this isn't to every quarterback situation, but maybe why I let Teddy off the hook is because Teddy's given up, almost gave up his leg for football. And at maybe one point, maybe his life, depending on what could have happened with his leg, which was um, gruesome. That was quote unquote, I'll never forget it, the story. Gruesome, what the surgeon said. Gruesome injury. A gruesome injury. Okay? Not a gruesome is way worse than. I mean, Gruesome's about as bad as it gets. Right. Yeah, gru- so Teddy almost gave his leg up for football. Okay? He's a smart guy, man. And did he make a business decision? He very much so did. Was it at the heat of battle, right at the crux and the fork in the road of the Broncos winning the game and going to the playoffs or losing the game and falling to 500 and maybe um, the beginning of the end? Was it that catastrophic and monumental of a moment? Sure, we could make it that, but I don't think that's the reason why they they lost that game. Absolutely they, not. Way too many mistakes. Melvin Gordon really, really hurt the team when they couldn't have it at the worst time. Um, again. Um, again. 
uh, who d- decided to give that guy the ball in a situation where you all absolutely cannot, no matter what, um, in no way, shape, or form, fumble the ball. That's a gigantic. I mean, that's like that's co- it's, that's coaching one on one. That's a a twelve year old playing Madden is going to do. You know, um, uh, pl- play that one differently. And um, the Broncos weren't good enough. Jalen Hurts got off a little bit. Uh, maybe didn't do it for four quarters, but damn, looked you know freaking good in the second half. Did enough, or from the first half, did enough in the second half. Um, and the Eagles kind of beat the Broncos. It wasn't the, the thirty to thirteen final score. The bludgeoning wasn't as bad as like the game, the way it played out, because the Broncos dominated the action in this third quarter. Right. And had three points to show for it, and then we're down seven to three after the turnover and the score there. So at the start of the fourth quarter, again the Broncos, you know, um, I also think that Teddy and the offense got him back into the game at ten ten when they're down ten to zero, and that game could have went in a different direction. Defense didn't conform, didn't adjust, didn't do enough against Jalen Hurts, who kept breaking off big chunks of throws and runs. And the Broncos were beat. They weren't beat soundly and handedly. That's what makes you feel like shit even, you know, maybe even worse about the game. Right. It's because the game at a lot of points was in hand um, or winnable other than your own mistakes. You weren't outclassed by them, even though Jalen Hurts did have a day. So you talk. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, right from the get go, it seemed like Jalen Hurts was on. You know, his throw is on the money because usually he's not the most accurate quarterback there is. And, you know, I'm the biggest Jalen Hurts fan there is here in Denver. So uh, I can I can see that Jalen Hurts right from the get go was was dominant and he was feeling himself. And that that touchdown strike to Devonta Smith really, you know, got him going Um, really the entire first half. Um, Jalen Hurts kind of was having his way with the Broncos defense, and I gotta I gotta call out Vic Fangio's defense here because when you are blitzing Jalen Hurts nearly every single freaking play, mm-hmm. in, and they're running screen passes and, and finding ways to beat your blitz, don't keep blitzing. Stop it. <laughs> Start putting your linebackers in coverage. Put them in the middle of the field because that's where you get. That's where you were getting burnt yeah. all game long. Um, it was tough, man. The defense kind of let down. I was disappointed. Thought the defense was going to be the reason that the Philly school was kept under twenty, around under twenty. Uh, again, if the offense did a little bit more. Um, you know, then you'd probably take maybe four, three points, maybe a score off the board for Philly, and the game plays out different. But those are just dumb words, dumb thoughts, meaningless at this point to um, to go back and almost rehash it. I mean, we can't talk about it, and we just did, I guess. But in the end, they didn't do enough. It was a huge disappointment. I'm pretty let down right now. Because I wanted it for the Broncos. I wanted that to be, you know, f- uh, six and four. Us maybe in a year or two, maybe with Russell Wilson as our quarterback, look back at that be the turning point. Right. Maybe the turning point that made, you know, Russell Wilson realize, damn, this Broncos team, they got a bunch of talent. They're missing something. Me, you know? So I'm I'm disappointed um, big time in the way it all played out. Are we shocked? No. We talked, if you listen to the podcast, over and over again about the possibility of this happening. Um, what was our biggest fear? What can go wrong? Well, Jalen Hurts has a day. Like uh, We said the guy had nothing to, to play for. 
Or nothing to lose. No, I'm sorry, nothing to lose. And um, as he's seeing, um, you know, the writing on the wall there for that team of his, um, that's going, you know, nowhere. You had to start, you know, doing things for yourself a little bit. Um, and I think that's why he took so many great chances. I think that's why he was good. Because I think that their coach is a dipshit. Clearly. And, yeah, and I think that they're not very talented. I don't think they're all that talented. So now that six and four he's got there with those guys, not too shabby, actually. Not not four too and, shabby. They're, they're four and six, right? Four, what did I say? Six and four? Yeah, six I'm and sorry. Four. four and six. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking four at my phone. Six. That four and six, I mean, that is not such a so shabby of a four and six, right. I guess you would say, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you're 100% right for Jalen Hurts. He's looking out for himself now. He's trying to either continue to be the Eagles franchise quarterback or set himself up for something in the future on a different team. And that's why at, you know, with the Eagles being three and six at the time, he had nothing to lose and he balled out. And for sure he caught, he caught some extra eyes because on the radio show, you said you'd take him here in Denver. Oh, and I actually started the show with that, and I got myself carried away before we even talked about Teddy or anything else. Was about I take him here in Denver in a heartbeat. Um, I'd consider trading a late first round pick for him now. Um, definitely a second round pick. Um, if Philly's ready to move on from him, they think they can do better, which there's a possibility they they do think that. Then I think they would definitely consider um, uh, the Broncos a second round pick and a late round pick for him. Um, cash him out for maybe a little bit more than you even have in on the guy. Uh, maybe he thinks maybe they think he doesn't fit their offense or what they're trying to do. He can do everything for me because on days when you can't really throw the ball, he's got enough um, uh, physical ability to go still move the chains. And that's, you know, a little bit what Lamar Jackson makes him special. There's some teams you can't really throw the ball on. Um, and Lamar Jackson, I think, and the Ravens acknowledge that. Um, and then they rush the ball and run the ball like crazy and let him loose um, like he's um, – like a you know twelve year old playing with ten year olds. You're right. He would he would be a perfect fit for this Broncos team. You know sure. because what was the recipe for success for the R- Broncos? Running the ball. Running the ball. Yeah. Jalen Hurts wouldn't have to do too much. Here. No, and he you would can still hand take the ball chances. Off. Again, it's like you unless you have. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or or Josh Allen, you don't want your quarterback throwing the ball 35 or 40 times unless you have one of those guys. So if, you know, who do you want throwing your 25 or 30 passes? Russell Wilson. That's why he's so masterful. Mm -hmm. He doesn't throw the ball 40 or 50 times. They don't really let him. Even with, you know, they still run the ball. They still pounding, pounding, pounding with whoever, you know, Carson, with Rashad Penny, whoever, you know, they they still try to run the ball. Um, And... I think that's why Russell Wilson is kind of so clean always. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, you, we'll, we'll call this kind of, I guess, the halfway point of the, the podcast, but we're left again like wanting to only look down the road into the future and not the immediate future, like way far into the future, meaning the off season, the draft, and 2022. That's what the loss has kind of done to us. But, but and we'll talk about it on the other side. Five and five in this division – they're not done yet, and they have two weeks to kind of prepare themselves for the Chargers. Want to mention DraftKings, our partner in this podcast, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets when a team scores, you score. Very simple. 
Okay, no trickeration here. This is an opportunity here to bet a dollar, deposit a few bucks, bet a dollar, get a hundred dollars in free bets, let it set you off. This is your chance to dabble um, in, you know, sports gambling, legal sports gambling in this, you know, awesome country of ours, and then in particular, this awesome state of ours. So if you have been waiting um, for the right time, you don't um, have. You know, a thousand dollars or five hundred to deposit. I mean, who does these days? But you still want in on the action. This is the one for you. Make it happen for yourself, and then hit us and tell us about what you did with that hundred in in free bets. So, DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet one dollar on either team to score and win. in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Where were we? So... With the Broncos now being on the bye week, it gives them some time to really kind of, you know, get their shit together because um, as of right now, you know, like you said, they're still in it. And five and five in this division, you're still only one game back behind the Chiefs. You know, the Chargers have, you know, they they blew that opportunity this week to um, really take reins of the division. And you got the Chargers next week or after your bye week. I mean, it's harder now. The pin, the, the 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 season's back on life support. Beep, you know, beep beep beep, and you know it's not it's it's not looking good. It's like they're in serious condition. Whoa, what does that mean? Sometimes serious means nothing. Sometimes serious means very serious. So it's where they're at. Uh, again, they're at single digit percent, probably two percent, three percent chance to make these playoffs. All of the probabilities, all the you know. But do you know what? Every single year, a team makes a run from this point. Uh, and makes the playoffs. It happens every single year. The Chargers did it last. Not the Chargers. The um, Washington football team did it last year. Mm-hmm. The Ravens were way down and out last year. Got their stuff together and, and got hot and made a push for it. So was you know the Broncos? Do they have that kind of makeup? No, probably not. The now the tough part of what I to like look forward to next. And one of our great callers on the radio show, which we do every day. Check us out. Um, Jerry said. Um, I asked him, will you take 9 and 8 or 7 and 10? I'm offering it to you right now. You can pick one. And he, you know, said, well, does 9 and 8 give me the playoffs? And I said, I don't know. My crystal ball is too foggy. I can see only some things into the future. And he said, well, if it makes the playoffs, yes. If not, then no. And I said, well, what's the freaking difference? Um, I mean, there's a big difference, but in terms of like who and what the Broncos are, really knowing that if they make the playoffs, they get hammered, timed right away. They're not competing for a championship. And though, uh, although the fanfare and, you know, they get to be part of the parade of the 2021 NFL, you know, playoff teams, um, you know, we, 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 we get maybe make a few extra bucks as a franchise for it, a little bit extra spotlight for it, maybe one extra game worth of, you know, maturation and experience for our guys, but it's not like these Broncos are winning a championship. So I'm not taking a side. I'm really, you can answer it to yourself, Jake. Would you take seven and 10 or nine and eight? And I'll say this, seven and 10, if you're nine and eight, you're going to be drafting around 16 or 17. Okay. Yeah. If you're seven and 10, you'll be drafting somewhere around 10 to 13. 
big, huge freaking difference. Yeah. 10 is who? Uh, you got Mahomes. Uh, Deshaun Mahomes. That's Mahomes, okay. Um, again, oh, yeah, well, uh, Mac Jones fell right in the Patriots' lap. Sure did. Not going to happen again. You know what I mean? Team moves. And, and now, even more in particular, we'll move up for that Max jo- that Mac Jones you know, type next time around. Right. Um, again, sometimes you just sit and wait, and a guy falls right into your lap, I guess. You know, so. If I had to choose. Oh, that's tough. I'm going to take 7 and 10. Why? The draft capital? The, the draft capital. That's the only reason. Uh, it allows you, well, like our listener Jerry said today on, on the air, it gives you more uh, capital to trade for potentially a Russell well, Wilson. Um, it does. Or it, an upper echelon type of quarterback. It does. And I would rather, I would much rather do that than draft a rookie QB. Uh, I understand that it's not realistic, and why would Seattle want to get rid of I'm Russell Wilson? I'm going to ask another question. You, so you would take the Wilson or Rodgers over drafting a quarterback in the first round? Yes. Yes, I would. I would, too. And all day, every day, we know that that's a successful um, uh, design and kind of game plan to go and win a Super Bowl. We did it with Peyton. We had success with Plummer in the same manner, and Tom Brady just went and did the same thing over in Tampa Bay. So uh, I would do that too. I yeah. would do it too. But um, these guys already have rings. They've they're already proven in this league that they can win at the highest level. And again, like um, you know, how does Vaughn play into this thing? Well, those two draft picks that we received for Vaughn, a second and a third, if you're drafting from 10 to 13 and you have a second and third of extra draft capital, that, that takes you, you can move up to five or six from 10. Right. 13 to seven or eight. That's Herbert Allen territory. Six and seven, Herbert and Allen. Okay. Um, but also from 16 to 17, um, you can move into the top 10 with a second and a third additional pick. It's not unreasonable. So I actually think Jake, you can get a lot out of finishing nine and eight because the maturity of all the young players, uh, the experience, the growth that they would have again, to be able to call yourself a winner, you know? Right. And also, um, Russell Wilson and, and, uh, and Aaron Rodgers, those guys are going to have the opportunity to almost pick where they want to go. They will have almost the full say in where they want to go. If this thing's going to go down. So this thing has to be appealing enough. Don't forget that Tebow's led them back to eight and eight. True. You know, from one and four to eight and eight. And yeah, they weren't 10 and six, but they went in there and beat the freaking Steelers in one of the you know greatest upsets in NFL playoff history. Made it enticing for Peyton Manning to come here. Of I, course. I see where you're going. If Peyton's watching that freaking game and they were go eight and eight with Tebow and he's seeing, damn, I mean, this guy can't, literally can't even throw. I mean, fuck, I'll go win, you know, 13 or 14 games with these guys. And he did. You know, and literally yeah. he did uh, a bunch of times. So, um,. What else? Where else here? We're, you know, where else do we go from here? We're kind of just sitting here, you know, like you said, looking towards the future. We're down. This is a weird spot because now it's like we know, and it's going to take us a couple of days to accept and re- and realize. Well, they're five and five, and look at the rest of the division. They can still win the division. We haven't played our division yet. You know what I mean? So that's all true. That's all true. That's but, probably a bad thing, though. Well, I don't know. Is it? It's like why? If you haven't, pl- if you. I would much have rather played the Chiefs earlier this year when they were down. Now it seems like the Chiefs have their shit together. And okay. 
are they maybe, just dominated maybe, the Raiders maybe, for maybe, they put forty maybe. piece on them. But also now you took care of all the dirty work outside of your schedule to set you up for these big time meaningful division games down the stretch of the season, where theoretically you will need to play your best ball, and every win is the closer step to the AFC West. You know, uh, title. True. Even though today, this morning, it feels like, well, fuck, here come the Chiefs. They can win out. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Maybe not. Maybe not. They haven't looked that good. Throw I the- think the I listen. I've been telling everyone, banging that drum for the entirety of the season here. Raiders will come back down to earth. Fools gold. Living a lie. Top heavy. All the shit they got going. That stuff's going to come to fruition here. And the Raiders are going to be an under five hundred team by the, when, uh, the end of the year when it's all said and done. Not that impressive of a win. I mean, they did it in style. They did it in Chief style. But again, um, the Chiefs aren't going to win eleven or twelve games this year. So if someone can make it to 10 wins, maybe even nine wins, you could steal the AFC West in that fashion. And you're thinking, no way. Well, the sorry Redskins were down and out last year, down and out. Aaron, uh, Alex Smith gets a starting job for five games. They win all of them. Um, you know, things change, momentum changes, um, certain players come back, things change. Sometimes you figure it out. I'm not saying the Broncos could do that. They don't even have the makeup to do it, but also the schedule plays out where they will trade punches, winnable game, um, expected loss, winnable game, expected loss, um, throw the lions game in there. You know, the Bengals game, say, I mean, those are critical, two huge critical games. Say those are wins for the Broncos. That's two more wins. You get to seven. Then you haven't played the Chiefs at all. You haven't played the Chargers at all. And you have the Raiders one more time. So, again, in the end, in the end, week 19, 18? 18. Week 18, the last game of the regular season, Broncos Chiefs, very... Despite all this shit, Jake, that we've been talking today, that we've been talking on the radio <laughs> show, all this freaking shit, that game could come down for the AFC West title. Hey, so, again, you know, in the end, somehow we talked ourselves back to this point. But um, one, one loss isn't going to change the entire world. It would have made Broncos country feel a lot better if they were going into the, the bye week six and of four. Of course. But... Um, it's a bad taste in your mouth, and you just gotta you know move on, turn the page, and now you look towards your. That's division. all you can do. Nothing else you can do. The Broncos. All we can do is move forward here. And again, with a loss like that, all you want to do is fire everybody and look way into the future. As the next couple of days go on, we'll accept what's happening. We'll um, the buy will come. We'll say maybe it's the perfect time, much needed of a buy. Could they win four games down the stretch to get to nine wins? Nine wins maybe gets you into the playoffs. There's seven games left. There's seven games left in this season. Okay, they're five and five, and it is what it is. Uh, the old it is what it is, right? Uh, had to find you know it that was going to turn up at some point this season, but um, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk about it. We'll see what happens. We'll see if there's any fallout from it today. We'll hear from everybody today. Um, we'll see if Teddy's going to take any more heat. Again, I got Teddy's back here on the business decision. Drew Lock comes in and starts, and you're fucked if that's the case. I've seen it from Drew Lock. He is no better. He throws picks at a higher and more of a frequency, uh, higher rate, and more of a frequency than Teddy does. Um, there's no savior. Quit blaming Teddy Bridgewater for everything. Broncos country. He's not pretending to be a superstar. They paid his contract. We have him here for nothing. We're not paying him $20 million or $30 million. We have him here for nothing. Literally nothing. Um, so be, that's it. They, they'll have an up, I, well, I want an upgrade from Teddy. 
but Teddy's an upgrade from Locke. So Teddy failing to not tackle doesn't make Drew Locke a better quarterback, period. Plain and simple. Unrelated. <laughs> okay. Uh, for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Check out the radio show, MileHighSports.com. Every single day you can watch it or listen to 98.1 FM if you're here in town in Denver. But we appreciate you guys big time, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.